This episode is sponsored by HG Magic Wear's Fine Magical Goods. Do you find yourself needing a bit of extra magic but lack the time to research and go out and harvest something that may or may not work? HG Magic Wears has you covered with a collection of custom blended botanicals for your magical needs. Four mystical blends are currently available to choose from, or hell, just get one of each. There's graveyard dirt used to conjure the spirit of the dead, connect with your ancestors, or assist with mediumship. Crossroads dirt is for those of you that like to make deals, dance with the devil, or connect with crossroads spirits such as Hecate. Access Mundi powder is a powerful blend for accessing the world tree to travel between worlds, help bring in the heights of heaven and the depths of earth right to you. Spirit Offering is a personal blend to feed the spirits of nature and those around you. Each one is handcrafted with real ingredients harvested ethically and safely for your magical use. Order today and as a special incentive for the Wine Spirits and Witches Coven, use promo code WSW10 to get 10% off your order. Visit thegreenmanstore.com and search HG Magic Wares today to place your order. By fire and air, water and earth, we call ye forth to the place of power. Spirits and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high thesis for this evening. Do not let my perky tone fool you guys. I am half asleep as as we record this, I promise. Yeah, that's what happens at the end of pregnancy. <laughs> I am I am in my pajamas. I woke up from a nap on the couch. Let me tell you, it was glorious. Ah. Um I'm getting my second wind though. Uh, that 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 is a thing but I, I am looking forward to taking once again a very intense nap after this because i'm just soaking up all of the sleepiness while i still can uh-huh you should absolutely take advantage of it now because mm-hmm. you're not going to get much sleep in a couple of weeks <laughs> that's not it. even a couple weeks man a couple days 10 days and counting oh my god i know i know we'll fast see. for me you know what it was weird it was like there was a part of it that went like super super fast and then another part of it where time moved like as slow as possible and i'm just still like kind of having this like very surreal moment of like in 10 days there's going to be a tiny human that i grew that i am now responsible for it's wild it is right it is but i'm excited i'm here for it i am here for it good i can't wait to meet him can't wait me too. I feel like you you already seem to have an idea of what he's going to look like and stuff. I'm very curious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw him as a young preteen. So I don't quite know the baby look, but I do. I think I know the preteen look. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to meet this, this young man. Yes, me too. Can't wait. I want to so squeeze you, his little buns. I want to squeeze his face. There's like these really cute videos on instagram of people like squeezing their baby's cheeks and it's like to the sound of like a squeaky toy (laughs) and it's just like it's just like i just like it just seems just so wonderful and i'm just like i cannot wait till i can like squeak his little cheeks like that like i can't wait yeah i want to squeeze a little ass little buns that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna eat his little buns all right let's not poor little baby What? Italian people do they squeeze those cheeks, they squeeze the little buns, you know? Yeah. 
There you go. There you go. So what what are you what are you drinking tonight, huh? Got some beer happening here. It's hot as fuck, so beer sounds good. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Beer is good. Beer is a good thing. Yes. What are you drinking? I, I'm drinking hot tea because I'm insane. Okay. Yes, you um, are. It's going to be yeah. a hot day today. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I'm drinking raspberry leaf tea because it's supposed to be good to help prep you for labor and all that stuff. So that's cool. what we got going on. And we're actually, let, let's dive right in because we are talking about elemental magic, specifically earth magic today. We're going to do like a whole four-part series. Yes, we're going to do each of the elements and we're starting with earth today. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like I'm kind of doing a little bit of earth magic, a little bit earth and water magic, really, if you think about because I'm drinking a tea. So I'm using plants to help with a specific intention right now. Oh, there you go. That's part of it. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Right. Yes. So let's just dive right in. When we talk about like earth magic, earth is one of the four elements. I think it's my favorite. Do you have a favorite element? I kind of like water because uh, of my sign. You're a water sign? Yeah, but I do like earth. Yes, as well. Yes, I'm a water sign. So you're a water sign that's afraid of water and doesn't like drinking water. Yes. And yes, yes. But I do like, I do like, uh, I do like it though. I do like the, I do like water. I just am fearful of it. What can I do? Well, when people give you shit for not drinking water, just say it's because it would be an act of cannibalism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Sure. Right. They're going to believe me on that one. Well, what, so you like earth, you like earth element the best. That's your fave. I think it's my favorite. I, I love what it stands for. Um, and I have a lot of it in my chart. My chart is almost predominantly like all Capricorn mostly, oh, but wow. just like a sprinkle of a couple other things in there. So I feel very at home around other earth signs. I feel very at home in the earth elements. I like to garden. Uh-huh. I like plants. Um, But when we look at things that earth represents as far as like the energy and what we can kind of do with it is it's a very stable and very healing energy and a grounding energy very Uh grounding Uh it's very grounding it's good for fertility it's good for growth which means it's good for money magic and again like i said i have a shit ton of capricorn in my chart so obviously me and money magic like to get along right right you know but it's just like i feel like it's it's reliable it's dense it's there we can see it it's tangible yes and i think that's part of the interesting thing because it's it's the one element that you can legit hold in your hands and mold and do things with and you know we have so much more control not necessarily to say that we have control over it because the earth will always remind us that it is in control not us yes for sure but it's something like, I feel like it's the easiest to relate to as well. Uh-huh. I think and, so. It's yeah. And so I feel like because of that, it's kind of easy to have that connection. And like I said, I like the reliability of it. And um, I was reading in, it's Scott Cunningham. I think it's called Earth, Air, Fire, Water. I think that's just like straight out what it's called. Yes. Um, but he talks about the earth element and he says like we grow our food within it we live our life on it and then we bury our deceased in it yeah yeah that's true and so so there's there's so much about it i mean really like all of the elements sustain us in one way or another but there's just something about earth that because it is it's we live our life on and in it so i think it's just one of those things that to me i just connect with very easy so it is one of my favorites but you know what's not my favorite about it why the motherfucking gnomes (laughs) 
<laughs> well, fucking gnomes. I like the gnomes. I love the gnomes. I know you like gnomes. So the gnomes are the elementals. So we have the yeah. elements that we're that we're talking about, which is earth, air, fire, water, and then each element has elementals, which yeah. are like little magical creatures that are associated with it. One of the right. earth elementals and the most popular are gnomes. And right. you all know I don't like gnomes. We all know Monica loves gnomes. For a minute there, everywhere I fucking went around Monica, there was a gnome. Even when she yep. was in the hospital getting her fucking knee surgery, we went outside and there was a goddamn gnome out there. See? Like, how See? did she do that? <laughs> <laughs> magic, my friend, magic. So magic. do you know anything about, other than the fact that you like them and they're super creepy, what do we know about gnomes, Monica? Do we know about them at all? Well, I mean, they could be mischievous, they could be nasty gnomes, and they could be helpful gnomes. Um, I actually have, uh, like, I, I kind of use them, I put one, I, I know you're going to love this, I just put one in my car the other day as a protector along with my dragon, uh, you know, to ground the car and stuff like that. Um, I kind of makes I, sense. I, I feel like having grounded energy while driving is very important. Yes, I think so too. And, you know, I just think they, they can be little helpers at time, at times. And, um, yeah, that's why, that's what I know about them. And, you know, you don't want to mess with them, you know, um, they are from the fairy realm, of course, but. I was just going to say, aren't they kind of like related to fairies or considered like they're part of that realm? Yes, they are part of the fairy realm. And, you know, there's just like people, there's good people and bad people, there's good gnomes and bad gnomes. And it's just like, they live in the earth. So they're definitely attached to the earth for sure. Absolutely. They live in the earth? Yeah, they live in the earth as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I guess I never thought about where they lived. I guess I just assumed that they were like Smurfs and they just lived in like little mushrooms or something. <laughs> yeah, are Smurfs considered gnomes? What are Smurfs? I bet they're I an guess, elemental. I guess so. I guess so because they look like gnomes kind of sort of, you know? Papa Smurf does, right? He's got, Papa yeah. Smurf has like the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And you know, gnomes are big. If you look in any store right now for holidays, Christmas decorations, there's tons of gnomes. Tons any of holiday like i feel like i saw halloween gnomes there's like gnomes yep. for everything i've seen a lot yep. of um diy like uh gnome projects to make them recently from like crafts from the dollar store yeah, i was yeah. seriously considering trying to go find all of them so that we could do an arts and crafts day where we make gnomes um oh, you'd love that one I mean, it would be good to help me work on my relationship with them. Like, I've definitely worked on my relationship with wind. So okay. maybe it's it's time to work on my relationship with gnomes. Um, Monica is notorious for saying that she is not nimble with her fingers. So I would love to see what gnome she crafts and what it looks right? like. You might, you might be totally surprised. I mean, you. so we might have to do that one of these days. And just just warning, Monica, if uh, the computer cuts out or something, it's because once again, Dean is on the keyboard stomping all over the desk. Okay. And okay. he's just, he, he has opinions about gnomes as well. And it seems that he is a fan. Mm -hmm. He sure is. So well, I know so one thing about gnomes, though, that Vinny actually know? taught me. So what? he said that you give offering, um, you give gnomes an offering of cream and honey, and that they help you with like money magic and with prosperity. Uh huh. Well, and I mean, look at on St. Patrick's Day that little uh, leprechaun. He's a gnome. Leprechauns considered gnomes. I think you're just blowing my leprechauns and Smurfs, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, sure. Well, I'm not sure how I how much I like leprechauns either, though. Like, have you seen the movie Leprechaun? No, no, no. Okay, first of all, it's a terrible fucking movie. Like, it's just like you have to love really bad horror movies. Um, <laughs> like, and that's so that's just like part of it. It's so cheesy and campy that it's just marvelous. Um, but I personally really liked it. I think it's like the first movie with Jennifer Aniston too. Uh-huh. But um, I need to watch the next one, Leprechaun in the Hood. But now I'm gonna have to watch it through the the scope of understanding that he is also a gnome. Uh-huh. So we'll see? we'll see. We'll have to see. But I do have like a little gnome um, on my altar, actually. You do. Mm-hmm. Shout sorry. out to the Coven sister. She gave it to me. Her mom made it. And can I just right. say that like. The Coven sister and her mom and probably just her whole family, they're all artists. Like it's a really beautiful like ornament. And yeah. so that's how like I guess I had mentioned it to Minnie, and that's when I found out about giving him cream and honey. And I was actually looking at him the other day. And I, I think it's time that I give him some. So he yeah. feels kind of talkative. There you go. There you go. Take care of those gnomes and berries for sure. Yeah, Absolutely. so that's something for you guys to think about you know you can do your there it's all over pinterest right now you can do your diy gnome thing um maybe we'll make one like in a couple months we'll do that yeah maybe for the springtime or something yeah Yeah, we'll make like ostara gnomes so like they'll like lay eggs or something (laughs) oh yeah what's your favorite kind of earth magic well you know i also enjoy gardening as well I love planting things and making them grow. And, you know, there's always magic in that because after that, then you could totally like harvest what you uh, planted and use them in magic for sure. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm all for like gardening and doing earth magic in that form for sure. So when we look at that, like with what you're saying, like a really simple form of earth magic that everyone practices comes from working with plant spirits. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, and we we yep. encourage that with everyone all the time because we're going to work with plant spirits from adding herbs to our candles to adding herbs to our cooking. That's right. That's right. It's true. And do you know that um, the term grounding, because earth is definitely a grounding element, right? It is proven scientifically that the word grounding comes from actually you as a person walking barefoot on the earth and it's supposed to like balance your body if you do that. That's where that word grounding came from. You know, I've seen something like that. I've seen like a photo and I don't know how um, how medically accurate this is, but it was basically talking about like reflexology of the foot and how if you walk barefoot, like outside, it's supposed to help with different like points on the foot to help you stay grounded and help you relax through like reflexology. Yeah, yeah, and it's supposed to really center your your all, all of your everything inside of you. So if you have the opportunity, if you have a yard to go barefoot in your yard, do it. It's called grounding. That's where that word actually originated from. So and any, yeah, and anyone that's ever like worked with worked with the earth. So when I say work with earth, like through gardening, through walking barefoot, that's a really excellent way to get to know that element and see how much you like it. And yes. Just like connect. And it really very much so is a very calming thing, isn't it? It is. It's great. And you know, I love it. At first thing in the morning, like on a nice day, the dew is still on the grass and it uh, just feels so good. Oh, oh my I God. hate that. I know. <laughs> 
I hate I it. You hate it? I hate it. Well, what it's what I hate is because like I'll walk my dogs in the morning and like I'll if I'm especially if I'm wearing sandals or flip flops and then I have them on the grass and then my fucking feet get wet. Oh, I hate that feeling. Oh wow. Well, you have to do it barefoot. <coughs> That's eh, why. You're I think you have to be right. mentally prepared for it. I'm all about <laughs> being barefoot constantly. Like I hate shoes. I resent having to wear them. So trust me when I say that I have totally like just slid right into the whole barefoot and pregnant thing. But oh yeah, um, oh, yeah like screw shoes. But like if I'm going to have to like go and stand on wet grass, like I have to mentally like prepare myself and like have a whole conversation about it first because it's I, oh, yeah. I do not like that. Well, sometimes in the morning I let the dogs out to go pee and I just go out barefoot and I just put my feet right on that earth for a minute or two. It feels really good, really, really good. So out there, people, you all you witches out there, try it. You're going to like it, I promise. I think that one thing I will recommend is, yes, absolutely try that or try gardening. Or yeah. if you have access to a hiking trail or something that is a little bit more foresty or earthy, like the desert or the beach or something, go out there and just spend some time in nature with the the intention of connecting to earth because right. in order to work good earth magic you have to be able to connect to the earth and you know a lot of us we li- like you know look at us monica we live in los angeles right like it's you know we're surrounded by concrete mostly so it you know we have to take like these extra steps to get out into nature and to work on that connection it would be different if we lived you know, like where Vinny lives, where you just kind of walk outside and you're just greeted by the vastness of like, oh, this beautiful valley. We don't have that. I know. I know. You know? It, yeah, that's the, the one downfall about here. But um, some of the um, herbs associated with, with earth are patchouli, vertebrae, any kind of mosses. Vetiver. Vetiver. What am I thinking about? Vertiver. Um, and and the mosses and any root plants. Any, well, the roots totally make sense because you have to pull them from the earth. Yeah. And any basically anything that's considered earthy as far as the smell, right? Because like, I you know what? I'm the first one. I'm a smelly hippie. I fucking love the smell of patchouli. I do too. I like patchouli. Uh huh. I, like I love the smell of patchouli. I like the smell of vetiver too. I think that they're both really wonderful smells, but they're very earthy smells. So yeah. when I smell patchouli, I always say like, oh, there's a sun-dried hippie nearby. But yeah, like sometimes I am that sun-dried hippie. Yeah, I, I just love it. Um, and some of the, um, and do you know that the drum is actually associated with the earth element? Drumming. Yeah, actually, I did know that. Okay. I read that in that Scott Cunningham book too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we iron. both were, we did the same the same homework. It's iron and I think lead. Yes, iron and lead is as the metals associated with, and also the crystals associated like a peridot and emerald. I guess why? Because they're green. Green. I guess, I guess okay. that's what my guess was. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, because green is the color for Earth. Like when we look right. at it from like uh calling the quarters kind of thing that's that's where we see that uh-huh yep yep and um but sometimes um in some traditions and sometimes uh black is also associated with earth yes yes that is true and you know what though i always associate brown with earth yeah i don't yeah, know if that's too. just me okay you do too yeah yeah i, do I think too, yeah. it reminds me of dirt 
you know, is what, and it reminds me of like tree trunks. So that's where I think I kind of go with that. Um, when I use green, like I'll use it as like the earth um, representation, but right. I also like to use it for anything to do with growth, with money, fertility, healing. Yes. Um, right. But I'll go with brown more for like the stability, the grounding or things where I need a little bit more longevity and what's kind of happening. Then I'll kind of lean into brown and try and go with like the old, slow moving reliability, like stability aspects of earth. Yeah, if you hear a little growling in the background, that's my bandit man growling at nothing. So if you just hear that, that's what that is. Sorry about that. I feel like since lockdown, we've all just kind of learned to like just deal with the animal sound yeah. effects that kind of happen with everybody with work and stuff. I love it. Yeah. Um, actually, they they also uh, associate dogs, you know, with, with the earth element. See, this is why, like, this earth element, like, I can roll with this. Like, I like the earth element, and dogs are, like, you know, they're, like, better than people. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes they sure are. You're not I, kidding. I wouldn't say sometimes. I feel like all the time. I mean, if you're a really swell person, maybe you're as good as a dog. Yeah, right. I don't know. I met some shitty dogs, but, like, that's a very rare case. That's and rare. I'm also, like... <laughs> breedist like breed racist i don't like jack russell terriers oh gee okay well or I, no offense not, to anyone that has those yeah i'm not gonna tell you what kind of dog i don't like so i'm not gonna <laughs> go there i'm not gonna go there i know i don't uh, mind them i think with me like when it just becomes dogs i worked in animal hospitals so long that like i tend to think about those dogs as like they're the the biters because yeah, they're just they're high stress dogs i haven't ever met a vishla in um like just like a, my, my friend owned one so I gotta like really get to know one on a personal level I've never had that kind of experience with them I just right. know that like usually when one would come into an animal hospital for something it's very stressed out and you have to be careful about it biting yeah and you know smaller dogs that's how they defend themselves because they're small they have to like show you know what I'm saying no that's small how... dogs are just assholes I own three small dogs like I'm not making excuses for them they're douchebags I love them but they're assholes uh I <laughs> you, you can you're gonna make your excuses though right you gotta be like nah bandit's okay <laughs> yeah bandit and wolfman are fine you know yeah my baby so yeah wolfman so, bites. Um, anyway we just totally went on this whole other yes. tangent here what's your favorite breed of dogs guys like that's what I want to know what are your favorites what don't you like let's just like open this topic right up like we're completely excluding the cat people here but you know I'm sure that cats are like air elements or something so we'll get to the, one of them in the next episodes i'm sure um um so the types of magic you can do for the air is any i mean not air earth, sorry earth. sorry <laughs> is any kind of grounding work um and any time of any kind of not work or binding work it's definitely associated with earth the earth magic binding yeah not work i didn't think about i guess i would have just assumed that would be a little bit more air because usually when i work with knots it's usually with my breath too yeah yeah but for binding yeah i mean i think one of the things that i tend to think about when it's like what classifies itself as earth magic is i would look at um your spell ingredients i think one of the most common and the most popular earth magic right now is crystals 
everyone loves their crystals crystals are having their moment there's crystal water bottles crystal jewelry crystal sex toys like it's just all of it (laughs) you know like it's it's all there so and and what speaking of that scott cunningham book that we keep referencing like one thing that i love that he wrote in it when he was talking Mm -hmm. about earth was that crystals are the bones of the earth ah yeah right that makes sense right it, it's right it just it made a lot of sense when he said that and I just loved that and then I just imagined just like the skeleton of it running under our, our feet sometimes you know and I think that's really beautiful yeah it's great it is great yeah I like that too it's true though it's very true they are the, the skeletons of the earth let's face it so um now another one that's kind of fun too is working with clay Yes, working with clay is another form of earth magic, for sure. And you know what I just thought about when we make our wreaths? Don't you think that's earth magic as well? Oh, absolutely, because we're working with plants. You're working with the plant spirits. So that's absolutely earth magic. Um, yeah. I think when we work with clay, um, I, I am not artistic by any means. Like, you do not want me to try and like sculpt you something, because you'll be like, oh, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, re- I'm really bad at it, but... I feel like we can do a lot of magic with clay um, because again, like this is a type of, of earth that we can touch, we can manipulate, we can mold. And so right. you can use that as you're sculpting something and working with your hands, you can really, really focus on your intention and what you're trying to manifest and think about it as if it's already happening and right. mold it into something that will be a symbol of what you're manifesting. Right. Um, the same way we're always told, give it back to earth. Like you ground it out. We always hear ground things out. So if you're trying to get rid of an energy, you can ground it out into this clay because uh-huh. it's a type of, it's a type of like giving things back to the earth and you can kind of do it that way and maybe make like a clay ball and like smash it or something. Um, and you can also, because there's so many different colors of clay now, we can paint it or we can get them pre-colored so we can work color magic into it. I feel like it's a very exciting, accessible, uh, and versatile type of earth magic. Yeah. And also there's magic that calls for burying things in the earth Mm -hmm. to like, to get rid of things, you know, to bury it, to put it to rest, so to speak. So any kind of magic that we, the end result is you're burying the leftovers, you're burying that spell in the earth is also very good. Earth magic. Yeah. And that, that's definitely another way to ground mm-hmm. things out. Can I just say though, that like for as common as we hear to bury something, and I feel like I'm so used to and buried off your property, especially if it's something like nasty, you know, cause oh, you don't yeah, want that's... it where you live. Yeah. You bury it off your property. You guys know how fucking hard that is sometimes though. Damn. Can we talk about that? <laughs> remember the time you went to the park to bury something oh my god it was like i had to bury something and there's a park near my house and so like i had ricky come with me because it was late at night and it was like midnight so i'm like all right let's go like try and bury this and not get caught and ricky has like this like little like foldable shovel because why wouldn't he i guess oh, god. so he had that like in his jacket for me because he knew that I had to like dig the hole and do it myself and we like brought our dogs so that it looked like we were just like you know walking our dogs really late at night or something Uh but there's a there's a a Costco next to this park and so then there was a cop car like 
cruising through the Costco parking lot, which I don't even know why that was open because usually there's gates that are closed. So then the cops looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, just go away. I'm just just trying to dispose of, of witchcraft. Like, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's it okay, was, officer. Don't go really, the spell. Don't yeah. Be- exactly like no it's it's it's, everything's fine yeah so it's it's really hard is my point and um i was very proud of two of my friends they had to go bury something recently and um it was like very specific that they had to do it like at midnight and they had to find like a tree with these really big roots or something like that i forget because it was like technically they should have done it at a graveyard but i'm like yeah you're not going to get into a graveyard at night and we're not going to go digging digging through a graveyard so they they improvised and made it work but I was just like knowing that they had to do that I was like you guys have my sympathy because this is very difficult it is difficult it's very difficult and you know after ritual I mean we always libate back to the earth any uh wine or drink or uh food we always give a libation to the earth after ritual do you have any earth antics of like having to try and bury something like do you have any kind of like earth magic like ridiculous story like of my struggle bus of trying to bury that thing like do you have something like that i don't i don't have anything like that um huh we have to get some weird weird earth stuff for monica all right we're gonna like have to like next time she's falling asleep in half buzz guys i'm gonna start whispering words about like gnomes chasing her or something we'll make it happen she'll have some kind of weird story for you guys i'll work on it (laughs) i wish i did have a weird story but i don't so unfortunately not (laughs) sorry i can't share that um let me see what else we can do with the earth uh you know the pentacle is represented by the earth is the earth element as well yes and that's actually a really good thing to kind of like bring up and talk about is the symbols of it but yes the pentacle which we see also represented in tarot Mm-hmm. and right. so, so it is and so when we look at it like just kind of like tying in some tarot magic with it the pentacles represent money and they represent the tangible things in life the material things and makes sense because again like earth is a thing that we live on it we we can hold it in our hands we can cultivate it and do things with it right right exactly it also represents uh virgo capricorn and taurus right right exactly so once in a while like when someone comes up in the tarot and we keep seeing for instance the king of the king of pentacles coming up i'll say like okay you have this this gentleman coming up and or at least it's someone that has like very like masculine dominant energy and they're probably an earth sign right right you know or is it like your boss because i'll also see it as kind of like the authority figure when it comes to money so you can look at it that way as well and it's also like the timing for it and for earth in general is slow like a couple months and the reason being is like how do we time things with earth we time it by seasons right 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 you know which is slow like you know trees grow and they give us lots of bounty but how do they grow they grow slowly and so when we see that if we're looking at like a timing thing you know and you're in a fucking hurry you don't really want to work with the earth element for that you want to work with something that's going to move a lot faster and the same thing like if you're trying to ask your tarot card something and you keep getting things in relation to the earth or in relation to the pentacles it's going to go slow we're looking at a couple months right right exactly yep um so do you have an earth spell you can share i do actually give me one minute because i'm gonna grab the book here so everyone just um 
twiddle your thumbs, grab your pen and paper, and I will be right back. Okay. okay, I found my book. And when I say my book, I mean we're reading Out of the Earth, Air, Fire, and Water by Scott Cunningham. I think Monica is too. I think we both got that memo today, right? Yes, we sure did. Uh-huh. Scott Cunningham is the shit. And I feel like we've we've talked a lot recently about Ted Andrews, and we've talked a lot about his books recently. So I'm glad that we're giving Scott Cunningham like a shout out because I feel like he was one of the first pagan authors that I was able to like find lots of books like you know available by him and be able to really absorb them yes absolutely i love him i love scott Cunningham. i really do i love his writings i do i encourage everyone listening and all of like you know all of my clients do when they've asked me like i want to learn more about witchcraft where do i start i always encourage them to check out scott cunningham because it's very, he's right. a very trusted source he's very easy to read he's not boring and he's not full of fluff either exactly he's, he's just right just like mm-hmm. the three bears and, and little red and what what is it goldilocks and the three bears just right you know what's interesting is that reference has actually come up a lot this week for me oh really yeah that's weird i wonder why i'm gonna huh. get attacked by a bear and a bowl of shitty porridge <laughs> who knows well my my earth spell comes from here so those of you that are on patreon um I did actually share a spell from here and it was a plant blessing spell. So if you guys have watched that video and stuff from a couple months ago, it is from this book. And so now I'm going to share with you guys another spell. And this one is the money rock that comes from this book. And it says, find a stone that's nearly square in shape, charge a green candle with money attracting energies and place in a holder and light its wick. Now by the glow by the glow of the candle paint or draw a money symbol onto the stone as you paint or draw visualize the stone drawing money into your life see yourself paying bills buying a car see yourself as already enjoying the money that you need let the stone sit in the light of the green candle for seven minutes snuff the candles flame out and then let the candle burn for seven minutes a day until money appears ah short and sweet really simple and the reasons why i like this is first of all because you are using this stone over and over again is going to teach you how to build a relationship and i feel like we need to learn how to do that within our magic to build relationships to our crystals to our roots to our different things because in essence we're not working with just a green candle or a square rock we are working with the spirit of it. And this is how we build that relationship. And when we can build relationships with tangible things, such as rocks, it's going to be a lot easier to build relationships with things that we cannot hold or see, such as other spirits. Right. Or other elements. Mm-hmm. Sure. Exactly. And so, and I think maybe that's why I like earth again, it's, it's tangible. We can touch it. So this is a really good place to start, especially if you kind of consider yourself a, a beginner, witch, maybe this would be a good place to start is with with earth but the other thing that i liked about it is when he starts talking about stones in this book and he has the the chapter on stone magic he's not talking about semi-precious gems he's not talking about rose quartz or amethyst he's talking about river rocks and rocks that you can just go find outside on a hiking trail or in your yard and don't get me wrong, like, I like crystals. I feel like they're really over mine now because everyone likes them. So I think we got to chill on our consumption. But I think we also forget, like, 
even just the rocks and the pebbles outside are still stones. They they That's still right. hold energy and can help us. So this was a good kind of reminder and kind of helped with that. So if you're going to do this spell, I'm not saying it's wrong to go find a square gemstone at you know your local pagan store, but try and go take your dog on a walk and go try and find a square one and see if right. you can do it that way. Yeah, right. Inexpensive magic costs nothing. Just your time and your energy. Right. Mm -hmm. And by finding it yourself, like that's like harvesting your own, your own herbs. It's just, it's got more of that power to it. And you can even like, you know, make it this whole adventure for the day where you're going to be like, we're going to connect with the earth. We're going to find this rock, set your intention, go take your, you know, like I said, take your dog with you, whatever, you know, like if you, if you can and go enjoy the day, go be in nature and make it like a whole earth connecting experience. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. And, and just by walking in nature, you're connecting with, with the earth as well. So there you go. Exactly. So that that's what I recommend. That was that was a spell in here. And it's kind of funny because I picked up, I've had this book for years. And I've had it in my bookshelf for a while because, you know, I read it and then put it down and kind of forgot about it. And I decided to pick it back up since I know that we're doing an element magic series right now and so right. i decided to read back through it and it's kind of cool to see the things that like i had dog-eared and bookmarked in here like I'm like uh -huh. oh look here's where like what little baby witch shauna liked it's kind of cool yeah yeah very cool very cool so, what do you got for us monica well um my i would say since we're heading into the, the season of merriment and yule and stuff why not try to make a wreath you know, just get get some twigs or some bendable plant, you know, stems and kind of bind them together with something natural like cord and then start making your little uh, bindles for for it. Make sure it's it's pretty sturdy, the, the uh, bottom piece. And by just knotting them and tying them, you're doing knot magic as well. And, and when you them... say bindles, bindles, what do you... Are... They're like little bunches of herbs or flowers okay. or uh, leaves that you're going to put together, like in a little bundle, but they call them bindle. So yeah, make sure the back is pretty secure and nice and strong. You might want to double it. Um, and they also sell those grapevines at, at, at the store, but why buy them when you can make them? I don't know. And uh, then you just, well, you know, well, what do they make those wood, um, those, those little uh, wreaths out of? Aren't they grapevines? I have no idea. I never thought about that. But she said grapevines at the store. And for some reason, I just imagine going to like Ralph's into the produce section. I, I my, my brain went to some other place entirely. Anyway, sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if they're made out of grapevines. Maybe I'm delusional, but I thought that that's what they were made out of. But you can buy them as well. But, you know, if you take a walk in nature, you're, at, you're apt to find all the supplies that you need. And you just make um, bindles out of like herbs or flowers and you alternate them on this beautiful um, wreath setting and you have a beautiful wreath for the holidays coming up. Yeah, and that is that is a really wonderful way to work earth magic because you are, you're sitting there, you're working with the plants and especially if you go out and gather them yourself. Yes, and that's the, the fun part. That's the best part. Yeah, so that's you know, my- gone gathering so many times before um 
And I'm thinking back on all the times that we've gone for, for wreaths to make wreaths and stuff and collective plants. And I feel like you've never had an outburst. I'm trying to think like, cause you know how like you like openly admit that when you go looking for feathers and you don't find them, you start yelling at the sky. Right. Right. I don't, I, do. I don't feel like you ever had to do that with plants. I've, I don't think I've ever seen you yell at a tree. No, no, I don't have to. Cause they're always very abundant and giving, you know what I'm saying? Plants I've and yelled at trees. You did? Well, you know what? I feel like I'm a bad witch because I don't like oak trees. Oh, my. What's but it's because it's their their leaves are, like, so fucking spiky, and then, like, they shank me, and I get mad, and I'm like, stop fucking stabbing me. <laughs> anyway, so, like, I, it's, like, one of those things where, like, I love oak for a lot of reasons, but, like, from, like far away because i don't want to get stabbed by its spiky mean leaves and i've stepped uh, on them barefoot and let me tell you it sucks it hurts yes i'm sure it does so you got to watch where you're going that's for sure and what the hell are you walking around with bare feet around an oak tree anyway man dude that's you funny. just told everyone to go walk around barefoot okay in their backyard, <laughs> in their backyard not in the, in the street or the woods i think i was actually in my friend's backyard when it happened oh, I is what it is like I think I because one of our friends has this huge backyard and they have all of these different trees in them and stuff so I'm pretty sure it was something like that because I can't imagine that I would be barefoot I'm barefoot a lot but I can't imagine I would do it while camping or like on a hiking trip because you all know how I feel about bugs so yes. it must yeah. have been like in my friend's backyard or something but yeah I've stepped on them and it sucks so yeah no no barefoot grounding exercises if you're around oak trees guys don't recommend it no don't do it <laughs> don't do it <laughs> But uh, I mean, if you happen to make a wreath, send us pictures. We'd love to see them. We'd love to see what you come up with, especially now coming in, you know, pine and cedar and stuff is all available. They used to be, you know, back in the day, I don't, they don't do it anymore. They used to trim the, the trees and they, they used to just throw the, the pieces in the trash. Now they're getting smart and they're selling it. When you buy your Christmas yeah. tree, you buy like, you know, these swags of pine or whatever. So they got wise to it. So, but I don't before, know if I'm kind of like boo capitalism or like, yeah, you're not throwing things away. I don't know how to feel about that one. It's capitalism, yeah. but it's eco-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So well, I on just, that tip though, like just speaking of like, especially holiday trees and stuff is come January when everybody is throwing their Christmas trees out and stuff before all the little hoodlum kids get it and set it on fire. And I say that cause that's what all my friends in high school used to do with them. Oh um, cut, trim, trim the tree, trim it, cut it, go save, go save that and use that for dry it out. Use it in your apothecary make smudges with them. Yes. Stuff like that. Absolutely. Compost. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Compost. So I feel like last year, I think I only saw like one, one Christmas tree out. It was actually at um, my friend's house. And so like, I just came over with a bag and some clippers. I'm like, we are making smudges with this. There was pine all over the place, but like, right? we did not let that tree go to waste. There you go. Yes. Use it, use it or return it to the earth for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then the last thing that I'll say you know, and you guys know me, I'm very eco-friendly. I'm a tree hugger. Actually, go hug a tree. If you want to go connect with Earth, hug a tree. Try oh, it. yeah. Right? Uh -huh. Something so simple as that. Sure. Damn, yeah. And you know what? Talking, what, one more thing I'm going to interject here. It's a very good healing thing. If you're like, if you're, your back hurts or something, go put your back, sit down on the earth, put your back against that tree and let it draw all that, all that pain into the roots, into the earth. It's really. I like that. 
It really works really well. Try it. You'll love Maybe it. Maybe like if your back hurts, I'll have somebody else with you because I can totally see me or Monica doing that and then not being able to get back up and need assistance. <laughs> um, pause it, please. Pause it. What, what were you talking about? We're back. We paused. Things happened. And now Monica and I are both having senior moments and we have no idea what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> so we can't even try and like edit that and make it look smooth. So just we're going to just like just own that. I think I remember what I wanted to say, but you were you were talking about something. I hope you made your point. Um, I think I made my point. I think I made my point. I you're hope I made empathically having a pregnant brain moment through oh me God, that's please, what it is please. you're welcome yeah. um well what i wanted to say about when it comes to working earth magic and again like when you're if you're asking yourself like what kind of magic am i working ask yourself what elements are you working with within your like your ingredients like how i was saying like i'm kind of working earth magic by drinking this raspberry tea i have a specific intention on why i'm doing it and i used earth with the with the tea itself we've got water you know, I got even fire, really, because I had to heat up my water to make this tea. So earth is you definitely have all, a part you have of it. all the elements going yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Tea's kind of all-encompassing with that one. But looking at it that way, it's like, take a minute and, like, thank, thank the earth. Yes. Thank yeah. the earth and say, thank you. Thank you for providing this plant for me. Thank you for being my stability, for being my home. Like, take a minute and say thank you to it and try and do something nice for it. Yes, in any way yes. that you can when you're working with it if it's watering the plant that you just uh, harvested from if it's uh you know you see a piece of trash on that hiking trail pick it up you know right, it doesn't right. always have to be you going out and volunteering or donating or doing all these things it can be like little small acts of kindness that you do every day to the earth to express gratitude to it and i promise you that will increase the strength of your magic within the relationship of that element Absolutely. And one more thing I want to add, there is this organization here in LA called Tree People. And um, what I, and they, they plant a tree for different occasions for you. Like you give them a donation and they will plant a tree in honor of a birth um, to memory for a memory of a death or for just an anniversary or birthday. So you pay them and they will go and plant the tree. And that helps our, our, um, everything right it helps the, yeah, the earth. plant that yeah we plant trees that's how we, that's how we get oxygen that's right so and you know what it's really affordable it's like 25 bucks i think for the yep. tree and they give you like this really nice card so like you know like we've done it for people um that have lost loved ones and they like right. give you this really nice card that say like a tree was planted in so-and-so's honor and blah blah yes blah, blah, blah. yes and it's, it's very it's just it's done very well it's a very thoughtful gift yes, um, for many different occasions and it's very affordable so if you want to check them out it's called tree people la they might even have one near you guys or something similar to it so check that out because it's especially with the holidays coming up you know there might yeah. be someone that's like that might really love that that you could do that for so and you don't have to out. be in california to do it. you can do it from any place wherever you are exactly. just you know we just contact them and they'll plant a tree in someone's honor so i just wanted to throw that in FYI. i like that i like yeah. it who's your shout out for miss monica i met this lovely lovely listener at the store uh, a couple of weeks ago her name is sammy and she was moving from uh washington i believe to texas if i'm not mistaken so good luck on your move it was a pleasure talking to you and this shout out is for you what's up sammy thank you for listening and 
learning from us and hopefully enjoying all of our antics. Yes, indeed. My shout out is to Stephanie. Um, she is a listener of the show. And we also actually met her before and talked talk to her and stuff like that. I think we might actually end up having her as a guest on the show sometime soon, hopefully, to talk about her expertise in the realm of magic um but when we went to her house when we were working on a project we met her dogs and she has these two cavaliers dash and ruby and i am absolutely smitten with them and we have decided that her cavalier ruby is actually now married to my pug Dahmer. Oh my! Okay. So she, that's just like a whole thing. And I was like telling Ricky about it and like showing Ricky pictures of his, his daughter-in-law that he's never met Ruby. <laughs> and now anytime I talk about Stephanie, he goes, oh, you mean Dahmer's mother-in-law? Oh yes. And so true. it's very much so a thing that like has just happened. So this shout out is to Dahmer's mother-in-law. What's up girl? <laughs> I know. How you doing? Okay, my fine folks. All right, guys. We will talk to you soon. Go enjoy your earth magic and write in and let us know what was your experience? What was the your method of earth magic and how did you like it? Inquiring minds want to know. Yes, we'd love to hear. Absolutely. Until next time, folks. Merry meet. Merry part. And and merry meet again.